Welcome to Across the Middle with Frank Cholette, number one, your number one source for NFL, NBA, and college sports. Here's your host, Frank Cholette. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Across the Middle with yours truly, Frank Cholette, as I'm jumping on for a special recap of the earlier games, and then we'll get into uh, the Cowboys Chargers and uh, what that means for the Cowboys as we look at some of the scores and updates of what took place. And uh, we're going to jump right in because this is only going to be about a 15, 20-minute show. I will be doing another version of this show, uh, the post game, a little bit later on. We'll do a recap of all the NFL games, and then we'll also take a look at the college games. But first, some scores. Right now, in the fourth quarter with two minutes to go, we have the Buffalo Bills ahead of the Miami Dolphins, 35 nothing. And uh, that's rather surprising right there. And as we look at the stats, uh, one reminder, Tua left the game with injured ribs. Uh, We had some significant injuries today. There was a whole lot of people getting banged up. And as I look back to see what's taking place on CBS, because we're going to have the Cowboys Chargers, I'm hearing that uh, uh, we had, what, about five or six significant injuries today so uh let me knock on wood for Dak Prescott because it looks like a lot of uh quarterbacks have been going down but as we look at the uh the uh the stats for the Bills Jared I mean I'm sorry Allen went 17 for 33 uh you have uh Singletary 13 rushes for 81 6.2 yards per carry average um ended up with a touchdown um Allen also rushed six times for 40 yards, 6.7. Stephon Diggs, he gets four receptions for 60 yards and a touch. We look at, uh, uh, I'm guessing that's Emmanuel Sanders, two receptions, 48 yards. Cole Beasley, four receptions, 36 yards. And then when we look at the Miami Dolphins, uh, yeah, Jacoby Brissett ended up playing. So that tells me that uh, uh, Tua got injured very early he was one for four for 13 yards he was sacked twice and then you had Jacoby Brissett go 23 for uh, 37 for 163 one interception sacked four times so uh, it tells me the Buffalo's defense was harassing him today and the leading rusher for the Miami Dolphins would have been Gaskins with five rushes for 25 yards he had a five yard per carry average actually when you look at uh when you look at Miami's uh, uh, rushing yards, man, they had a guy with five yards per carry. They had Malcolm Brown, five for 21, 4.2. Uh, seems to me that's what they should have been doing. Uh, the leading receiver would be Waddle, six for 48. Devontae Parker, five for 42. And again, Buffalo just absolutely is wiping them out, 35 nothing. Uh, the next game that we're looking at, um, I'm guessing these are some of the uh, – the later games coming on. I'm trying to get the, the scores from the earlier games. All right, we had the Denver Broncos edge out by 10 points, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And as we go into the numbers on that, we see that for the Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater went 26 for 34 for 328, uh, was sacked three times, and had two passing touchdowns. Uh, the leading rusher was uh, Williams, 13 for 64. per yard carry. He also uh, had a long of 16 yards. Gordon goes 13 for 31 for 2.4. 
wow, that's not good, man. He's a much better running back. Looks like the big guy for uh, Denver was uh, Sutton. He goes nine for 159, no touchdowns. And then Melvin Gordon would be the next best. So pretty much they would just focus on feeding that ball to Sutton. As we look at Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence goes 14 for 33. Ouch. 118 yards, one passing touchdown, two interceptions. Was sacked once. Uh, the leading rusher would be Robinson, 11 carries for 47 yards with a 4.3 uh, per carry average. Um, his long would be 12 yards. And the leading receiver for the um, Jacksonville Jaguars would be Jones with six receptions for 55 yards and a touch. So uh, Denver pulls that out, 23-13. And Cleveland, hey, man, the Houston Texans, you got to give them credit for not having a quarterback. And they're one of the teams that are pretty hit uh, hard with injury, too. They had a lot of players out, and yet they managed to uh, stick around in this game. Uh, 31-21, Cleveland would eventually pull it out. And the stats for the Houston, Texas, Tyrod Taylor, 10 of 1,125 yards, uh, a passing touchdown. Then Mills would come in for 8 for 18, 102 yards, a touchdown. Their leading rusher, Ingram, 14 carries for 41, 2.9. That's not very good. That's not going to get it done for you. And David Johnson goes 6 for 25 for 4.2. Probably should have gave the ball to David Johnson a little bit more. Their leading receiver, Brandon Cooks, nine receptions. You get nine receptions. You're supposed to go over a century, Mark. This cat had 78 yards and one touchdown, so a lot of deacon and ducking in that game. And for Cleveland, uh, we look at Baker Mayfield, 19-21 for 213, one passing touchdown, one interception. Nick Chubb. 11 carries for 95 yards, 8.6 yards per carry. I, I just don't understand this. I, I know you run a two-back system. Kareem Hunt goes for 13 and 51 for 3.9. But Nick Chubb was getting 8.6 yards per carry. I mean, the NFL is so different now because back in the days, man, you got a guy averaging 8.6 yards per carry, man. You seeing a lot of him. Their uh, leading receiver would be Felton, two receptions for 51. And... Bryant, 4 for 49. And as I look at that, man, this team is basically winning games without Odell Beckham Jr. And Jarvis Landry, who I believe left this game, was one of the injuries. He left this game pretty early. So as we go down the road, we look at uh, the Bears edge out Cincinnati. That is very interesting. And as we go inside the numbers in that, we see that uh, Burrow was 19-30 for 207, two passing touchdowns, three interceptions, and was sacked four times. You know, maybe they should have went after that tackle. You know, because uh, it's, that seems like I, I can almost guarantee you those four sacks probably directly correlated to those three interceptions. Joe Mixon on the ground was 20 carries, 69 yards, 3.5. That's not going to get it done, man. That's not going to get it done. Uh, your leading receiver was uh, Boyd, seven, seven receptions, 73 yards. Higgins, six for 60. He had a touch. Chase, two for 54. He had a touch. I don't know, man. Cincinnati probably should have went tackle, but what do I know? The Chicago Bears, Justin Fields, six for 13, 60 yards. Uh, one interception, two sacks. Andy Dalton, I believe, ended up being one of these significant injuries where he left the game. He was 9 of 11 for 56 yards, one passing touchdown. 
Uh, where the Bears got it done, it has to be on defense because as I'm looking at the offensive numbers, nothing's really jumping out at me. Uh, David Montgomery, 20 carries, 61 yards, 3.1 per yard average. You got Fields, 10 for 31, 3.1. Andy Dalton, 2 for 25. So, I mean, Mooney, 6 for 66. Wasn't nothing special, but the Bears get the win 20 to 17. Uh, 49ers edge out the Eagles 17-11 early. It looked like Philadelphia was about to was about to go postal on them. They were pretty much doing whatever they wanted. But we see that the 49ers get the six-point win. Garoppolo goes 22 for 30 for 139 in the passing touchdown. Uh, the leading rusher for the 49ers would be Mitchell 17 for 42, 2.5. Hasty 5 for 38, 7.6. This is what I'm talking about. Hasty had – you're going to get this guy to care – now, I don't know what the situation is, if he's a big guy or what. I don't really know much about him yet. But uh, 5 for 38 and 7.6 tells me he needs to be getting a lot more carries. He was going for 7.6 per carry. Uh, Debo Samuels was their top uh, wide receiver, six catches for 93 yards. And then everybody else was average. So let's look at what the Eagles did, and this is probably the telltale story of the game. Hurts 12 for 23, 190, one sack. He doesn't even break 200 yards. He was a leading rusher. See, that <laughs> 10 for 82, 8.2. Maybe they should have ran a lot more quarterback draws. And then you get uh, Watkins leading him in receptions, 2 for 117. Uh, Dallas guarded, 2 for 24. So, wow, man. Defensive battle in this game. Yeah, two really good defenses, so that doesn't surprise me too much. Uh, New Orleans Saints, what? Lose to the Carolina Panthers. This is what I'm talking about. Football makes no sense. So you got the Panthers winning 26-7, and as we look at the numbers, we see that Jameis Winston went 11 for 22, 111. Uh-oh. We're seeing some things happen here. Four sacks, two interceptions. This is the problem that he had with uh, Tampa. They couldn't protect him adequately, and it cost, conversely cost him a lot of turnovers. Leading rusher, Jameis Winston. Three for 19, 6.3. This is where you lose the game. Nobody's running the ball. Kamara, eight for five? This is where the game was. Look at the receiving yards. Humphrey, one for 27. Kamara, four for 25. Carolina must have played stifling defense. Let's see what they did on offense. Sam Donald throws for over 300 yards. Now, this is the Saints team that the week before relegated Aaron Rodgers to looking like he was a peewee quarterback. And they let Sam Donald go for 305, two passing touchdowns. They only got to him once, so that's the telltale story of the game. McCaffrey goes 24 for 72. Uh... Moore, DJ Moore goes eight for 79 in a touch in the receiving game. So that, that tells me that's where the game was won or lost. All right, so now we're going to come over here and take a look at the Rams 27 24. They were leading this game. There's some surprises today. And as we look at the number in that, in the numbers in that game, Matthew Stafford 19 to 30, two passing touchdowns, one, one interception. Henderson, 13 for 53 for 4.1. Sony Michelle, uh, 10 for 46 for 4.6. Cooper Cup, hey, man, this is what I'm talking about. When you get nine receptions in a game, you, you're supposed to break 100 yards. 
nine receptions, 163, two touchdowns. So that was the difference in that game. I can clearly tell you. Let's see what Carson Wentz did. 20 of 31, 247, uh, one touchdown, one sacked three times. And I believe he was limping at one time in that game. Yeah, he had to have because Eason comes in. So, yeah, Carson Wentz is, is one of the uh, – is one of the people that, uh, you know, you get pressure at a man, it'll tell me the story of the game. Uh, the Colts' leading rusher was Taylor, 15 carries, 51 yard, 3.4. Then Wentz, 5 for 37, 7.4. If you're noticing a trend with the teams that lost today, not only weren't their quarterbacks really efficient at throwing the ball, but they were either leading the team in rushing or was second. There's a problem with that. There's a problem with that. There is a serious problem with that. All righty. I'm going to run off a real quick sponsor. Uh, this next segment is going to be brought to you by Geno's Catering and Mobile Bites. Uh, Eugene runs a food truck out there. Folks, you need to go out there. The food is absolutely amazing. He hits up different spots, but he'll be at Lone Star Bar a lot of times. Uh, cheeseburgers, tacos, he's got them all. Uh, you could catch up with him, like I said, at the Lone Star Bar, but hit up Geno's Catering and Mobile Bites. Uh, he has a number here, and I'll read that off. It's uh, 806-662-2545, and that's the main number. So that's Geno's Catering. All right, so we're going to get back into some scores, and then the Cowboy game's already going on. So we'll briefly talk about the six starters they're missing and, um, you know, what it may mean. So we go to the Raiders. Man, the Raiders have been solid. They beat Baltimore, and then they turn around, and then they get the Steelers, man. They, want, they win this game 26-17, to 17, and as we look inside the numbers, we see that David Carr had a solid game. Real good game, 28 of 37, 382, two touchdowns, was only sacked twice. Leading rusher was Barber, 13 of 32, 2.5. Now, that's surprising. Kenyon Drake, seven. I mean, they didn't have nobody rush for more than uh, 2.5 yards per carry. And they managed to win this game. Probably the only game that I've seen where this happens, but see, the quarterback throws for 382. Their leading receivers, Rugs, five for 113. There you go. 22.6 per catch average. You have Walker, five for 65. You have Renfro, five for 57. So inside these numbers that tell you what happened, we looked at Steelers. First of all, Ben threw the ball 40 times, and he was five yards from getting from 300. One touch, two sacks. Uh, Harris, 10 for 38, 3.8 yards. This ain't going to do it, guys. Uh, leading receiver was Johnson, 9 for 105. Didn't even have a touch. Claypool, 3 for 70. You know, they, I'm seeing some trends today. But Las Vegas had the only quarterback that was within the top five of leading the team in rushing, but still threw for 300 yards, and they won the game because he, he had two touchdowns. So way to go, David Carr. And the last score I'm going to get to is the New England Patriots winning 25-6, to six, man. Uh, looks like Belichick might have his next Tom Brady, his next quarterback. Let's look inside the numbers and see what took place. Matt Jones, 22 for 30. This kid was efficient. 
No touchdowns, but he was sacked three times. So where did they win this game? Harris, 16 for 62, 3.9. That's not really going to get it done. White, 5 for 24. Uh, White also led the receivers, 6 for 45. So that tells me a lot of Deacon and Duncan. A lot of Deacon and Duncan. So the Jets had to turn the ball over because I don't see any eye-popping numbers. 1933, four interceptions. There you go. Zach Wilson, rookie, 210, four interceptions. And is it any coincidence that the four interceptions matches this, the number of times that he was sacked? Rushing, 11 for 59, 5.4. Johnson, Carter was 11 for 59 for 5.4. Johnson was 12 for 50 for 4.2. Coleman was 5 for 24, 4.8. They should have been running the ball. Of all the losing teams today, they had the best yards per carry, 5.4, 4.2, 4.8. This is why the quarterback had four interceptions. You went away from your strength. He's not there yet physically, receiving seven for 73. More, four for 47. See, this will get you beat. So the Patriots get a much-needed big win. All righty, and some of the early games taking place right now. Uh, Minnesota and Arizona are tied 7-7. Uh, we're going to take a look inside the numbers on that one. Stats. Kirk Cousins, 2-3, 71. One pass and touchdown. There you go. Cook, 2, 13, 6.5. Receiving, 164. So there you go. Arizona. Kyler Murray. 7-8-62, one pass and touchdown. See, the key is run the ball, man. The key is you got, you got to be balanced. You really do. Uh, in the Atlanta-Tampa Bay game, we got Tampa Bay up 7-0. And then Cowboys Chargers 0-0 at the moment. And you got Seattle and the Titans. And then later tonight, you got the Chiefs and the Ravens, which should be another good game. All righty. This next segment is going to go out to a place I frequent a lot. Uh, it's the Tall City Meat Market over here off of uh, 2909 North Big Spring Street. I go there all the time. I get my steaks, man. Uh, excellent, excellent food. I get my steaks there. I get my lamb. I'll get my, my, my beef ribs. And now they have a kitchen where they serve brisket sandwiches and all different type of things. Uh, you can reach them at 432-218-7514. And the owners are Michael and Kaylee. I hope I'm saying that right. But, yeah, go hit them up, the Tall City Meat Market. I go there all the time, man. The food is good, excelente. And I'm going to take a real quick brief break real quick. And when I get back, uh, we're going to talk about the Cowboys and what's going on. And then I will see you later on tonight on the postgame show. Hey, what's up, sports fans, especially in the Midland and Odessa area? If you're having electrical problems, call up the professionals at Delgado Electronics. Blas is the absolute best, and his work is second to none. You can guarantee that you're going to get the absolute best quality. Give them a call at 432-312-4142. Again, that's 432-312-4142. He also does residential and commercial businesses. So give them a call and tell them that Frank Chalette from across the middle sent you. 
You know, Lloyd, just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Hey, sports fans in the Midland and Odessa area. If you want a nightclub where you get a little bit of everything, pool, sports, you get karaoke, live bands, well, go no further than the Lone Star Bar, the number one bar in this region for karaoke, which is hosted Sunday through Thursday night by yours truly, DJ Frank. We also have live bands Friday and Saturday night, NFL action when the games are kicking on. So if you want the best, you want to hook up with Derek, Carson, Amanda, a whole bunch of us that are there, Miss Daria, the best bar staff folks. Look no further than the Lone Star Bar. Come check us out at 621 West Wall, the Lone Star Bar, where all the action happens in the Midland and Odessa area. I'm a real bad dude, making sounds and noises that are certainly rude. But when we're on the field, my noises aren't art, like a, and a, or a plain old bar. It's the Sport of Kings, and All righty, as we're coming on, finishing up this segment and this show. We'll be uh, coming back later on tonight to give you a wrap-up of everything, and we're also going to talk college and college football rankings. This last segment is going is going to be sponsored by Royalty Inc. and Fades, man. These guys are amazing, man. They do tattoos. They, they'll fade you up. They got the whole thing going, and they're located at 2205 North Big Spring Street. And they can be reached at 432-218-7575. Go hit them up. Excellent work, Royalty Inc. and Fades. Okay, so as we talk about What's going on with this Cowboy Chargers game? It looks like the Cowboys are inside the five-yard line, so they may or may not be scoring, but uh, we don't know until they get in. But it's looking like a pretty good game. They're missing six starters, man. Both their starting defensive end. Lawrence is out with an ankle injury. Um, Gregory is out with COVID. Then you also have uh, their starting right tackle out. He's out with... Um, a suspension for missing uh, seven, according to them, seven drug tests. But according to him, they were all legitimate school uh, uh, excuses, so Lael may or may not be back. And the Cowboys just scored, so it looks like they're up seven or six nothing because <laughs> with their kicking situation, you can't count it until it goes through because that guy was horrible, horrible last week. But anyway, you got Lael Collins out, Donovan Wilson's out. Um, they're still missing Neville Gallimore. Uh, so they, they got about six starters out. And so far, it, it, they seem to be holding up pretty well. So we'll see how that goes. We're going to go ahead and uh, wrap up this segment of this show. Once again, I'll be on with you tonight when we completely wrap it up and I'll tell you what happened and mainly we're going to be talking Cowboys because that's what we do but I do talk everything football mainly NFL so from all of us here at across the middle I will see you later and uh y'all take it easy man God bless you be safe
Thank you for listening to the Across the Middle with Frank Cholette. Tune in next time for more great guests and awesome sports talk. <laughs>